0: Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave.
1: And I'm Frank Dave. Good evening, my friend. How are you? A little new intro music there. Billy Joe Shaver and Get Thee Behind Me Satan. I don't know, Dave, about you, but I'm just feeling it was the right time for that song today.
0: Uh, very apropos. Hey, uh, everybody, welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. Uh, we hope you are doing well wherever and whenever you're listening to this. Recording this on the 11th of October, 2023. Um, yeah, we're on the verge of World War III. Let's let's just lay it right out there, dude. I mean, um, it's yeah. not hyperbole at this point, is it? Hyper? Is it hyperbole? So we're looking at uh, three fronts. I'm
1: never never sure about that. Which, hyperbole? Is it hyperbole or hyperbole? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Potato, so potato. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. One of the two. Uh, I hope people get the get the idea. Um, we're looking at Ukraine, Mideast, and Taiwan on the verge. So uh, it's a th- it's a three it's a threeplex of of uh, of military shenanigans out there. Uh, sad to say, because uh, we had four years of relative peace while Donald Trump was president. And I think if he was Commander in Chief now, none of this nonsense would be happening. And it's yeah. like, oh, how do you know? Eh, we go by we can go by track records. So um, I'm sure everybody, you know, when we last did this podcast, uh, Frank. Yes, sir. Uh, the war had just started. Yeah. Just uh, over the last weekend. It's amazing. Just we were just kind of just getting in the early the the news of it all right. and the retaliation, but uh, the barbarity um, of what's uh, transpired in the last few days has been like. You know, pretty, pretty, um, pretty frightening pretty uh, awful, to put it bluntly. Yeah, put it bluntly. Um, I, yeah. I'm. Let me, let me a couple of quick things. First off, yeah. I'm not shocked. Okay, yeah. uh, you had these idiots out there like uh, Biden National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Middle East region has quieter today than it has been in two decades. He just said that uh, like two weeks ago. An yeah. idiot. Yeah. These people are are completely. The thing is, the Islamic uh, fanatics, which there are. Billions in this yep. world, I hate to say, they don't think in terms of a week, a month, a year. They think in terms of decades. Yeah. So we think, oh, nine eleven, twenty two years ago. It's been we've been okay since then. That's a drop in the bucket of time. Totally. Okay, yeah. they've been we've been at war with these people for fourteen hundred years since the seventh century. So you can go all the way back before uh, before yep. you know BC even. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, when the Greeks fought off the Persians, um, this is nothing new uh and this calls for complete annihilation and it's yeah. enough of the, this uh patty cake stuff um give us some give us some details of what you're seeing there as far as the latest um uh it's um, it's you know obviously the Israeli IDF has fought back incredibly tough yeah. and has been yeah. it's been it's been a fireworks show ever since then but what are you what are you looking at right now frank
1: yeah dude thanks for that uh it's it yeah it's it's horrible obviously i'm sure if folks haven't seen you know i really do encourage people to go online Go on to Twitter, you know you have to take a look at the barbarity of this situation. you know these are these are subhuman animals um, Hamas uh, terrorists they, they are going into defenseless neighborhoods, dragging people out, slaughtering them, killing them, they're beheading. They found forty beheaded uh, children uh, in a kibbutz uh, just near the Gaza border. Dave and 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 on and on it goes and like you said the, the, the you know to say the least the gloves are off that's clear from is, Israel's response they're gonna level the Gaza Strip they're gonna turn into a parking lot they're gonna shovel everything into the ocean and there's two million uh, terrorists there that have to figure out some place to go because Egypt doesn't want them and nobody else wants them and they've been on the run for the better part of 50, six 70 years and nobody really wants them um, you know in terms of the 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 World War Three stuff. I don't know. I mean, I think my perspective on that, David, I would just sort of say, hey-ho, let's just take a break. It's the posse. It's the deplorables. It's the reprogrammed people. It's the MAGA. That's us, by the way. Uh, the Christians. Uh, they want us to go and fight Uh, Our sons and daughters spill blood to keep their perpetual war machine going. Um, Pearl Harbor drew us into World War II. 9-11 drew us into a 20-year war in Afghanistan. Thousands dead. Uh, $2 trillion spent. Didn't get us anywhere. We do not need to. And then now we got Ukraine. $120 billion. What do we have to show for it? 50,000 Ukrainians dead and they don't give a shit. They don't care. It's they're just going to keep. They're going to go to keep going to the slaughterhouse, and Russia doesn't care. Just going to run the clock out. So my perspective on World War III is, Dave. Yeah, we do. We have. Does the U.S. provide air cover, and carrier groups, and air defense support, and maybe some small arms and the like? Yes. Uh, boots on the ground. Absolutely no way. Should Iran, you know, have its ass completely kicked? Here's the thing, Dave. And I'll throw it back to you. You got. You literally today on October the 11th, you had White House spokespeople. The, the word Iran's not even been mentioned. No. This story, obviously this has been, this has been funded. It's already been confirmed by the Wall Street Journal, Washington Post. They are the, Hamas is the proxy entity for Iran. So is Hezbollah and so on and so forth. But they, they will not use the word Iran. They will not invoke it. Um, and you have to ask yourself why. Well, I mean, there's deep state Iranians working in the white house. Um, we know that now one of them is under investigation by the FBI. He's been pulled out. Um, so, there's a lot, and, and and like Steve Bannon said on Warren this morning, Dave, the u s. is playing every side of the trade on this one <laughs> we mm. we get We got money invested on every side of the trade. We got an We got an air Force base in Qatar. we got uh, money in Saudi and UAE. we're I mean we're backing almost everybody except these specific terrorists. Dave, I'll throw it back to you.
0: Horrible also to think that the billions in equipment that we left in Afghanistan. Was sold by the Taliban to Hamas. Okay, there's a direct. They they have a direct pathway on that now. It's it's been confirmed. We kind of mentioned it. We thought Sunday morning, yeah. but it's happened. Yeah. And and the, and the fact that these a holes still are allowing the assets to be unfrozen by Iran. Yeah. And and you know people throw out these terms. Oh, it's Hamas. It's Taliban. It's Hezbollah. Hey, okay, they're all tentacles of the same venomous snake. Very all right. So you don't have to is. separate it. Yeah. Uh, and and, yeah. and you know trying yeah. to draw parallels. It's not
1: time for a political science class. They're all no, yeah, terrorist you don't, bastards yeah. who need to be exterminated. It's and and you don't as that. need to.
0: And, I I will tell you something else. People, you know, we, uh, there absolutely was a breakdown in intelligence sure. by the Mossad, which is the For incredible sure. Israeli yeah. intelligence force. But more than that, more than that, it was a it was a political and uh, a, a, and showing weakness. It was a political weakness by Israelis and the United States CIA, which is run, run by a bunch of uh quislings these days. Yeah. In other words, They allowed this to just like 9/11. We knew this was coming. You're gonna you're gonna hear in months that well we had these we had dozens of warnings. We did nothing. How how is it that literally hours after the initial uh, uh, rocket blast, over 5,000 rockets dropped on Israel in the first few hours? How is it within hours Israel said, oh we've identified dozens of, uh, of of buildings that house Hamas? You yeah. know the the leaders they've known about this for weeks well, that, yeah. yeah they, they, that they should target have dropped, package, you, that target you,
1: package is already
0: you, out you there. should have yeah. dropped leaflets on these buildings a year ago, two yeah. years ago. you better get out and, and just blast them to kingdom come they've been way too passive, and uh yeah. you know yeah. the, the leadership of of Israel, just like here has shifted way too far to the left. I don't care who's in charge That's now right. uh they've, they've they've just they've become way too passive and that and, and you know what it bit them in the you know what
1: yeah, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, well, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much the opposite uh, opposite
0: of that now. I want I want talk talk about the actual um, men on the ground. And I'm talking the citizens. Yeah, because there has been some inc- incredible stories already. Can you mention the the one girl and mention why um, a lot of the kibbutzes, oh, yeah. which is just a farming community, if right. you keep hearing that word kibbutz, kibbutz just a just a group of just trying yeah. to live a, a, a decent life. Yeah. Were slaughtered because they guess what they didn't have any ammunition and they didn't had no they have no guns to fire back with.
1: Yeah, so it's a it's a telltale sign of what happens when a when a state or a country becomes so weak on on their version of the Second Amendment. It's the one thing I would say to people out there, I know who everybody listens to this channel, it's it's, it's it's a no-brainer. Never, ever, ever give up your weapons, ever, for any reason. Never give up the Second Amendment. Never give up your weapons. They gave up their weapons, just like they've done in Australia now after COVID. And when they tried to fight back against COVID, what happened? Nothing. They, they couldn't do anything. They were mm-hmm. imprisoned. Same thing in Israel. None of those, pe- none of the citizens have weapons. So all the terrorists went into the homes, and they had automatic rifles. They had the stolen M4s from the Afghan, from the U.S. Afghanistan withdrawal debacle. Um, they had small arms. They had Glocks. You could see all of the U.S. military stuff uh, with all these guys, and they they, they were defenseless. They were just, they sheep to the slaughter. Mm-hmm. They would, it was totally defenseless. And so there's a message in there for us. And by the way, Dave, you just mentioned a few minutes ago, you know. I, I don't. I, it is certainly not going out on a limb to say that in the next twelve months, I believe we're going to have a devastating attack mm. on the homeland, and I mean devastating. I think it's going to make nine eleven look like small potatoes. I think three thousand people was a dry run for them, just like the ninety one attack on the World Trade Center was a dry run for nine eleven. Um, they're after much bigger fish. They want fifty, sixty thousand in, in a dirty bomb, uh, you know, at a stadium, something. You know, they 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 are going after much much more. And when you've got tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of uh, illegal Chinese nationals, um, you know c uh, c p folks uh, and the like, all crossing the border we we have no idea who these people are they're coming over in droves and droves and droves and you know they are all from they're all from the the battleground nations they're all from the terrorist nations west africa you know all from the basically the terror watch list countries that trump had up when the terror watch list was in place or the country ban list was in place sorry now they're all coming in so we, you mean they're we, not from norway affected,
0: they're, not, they're not from norway yeah norway sweden no, no not no, exactly geez, okay. the
1: equivalent of 26 Armored divi- 26 divisions of people. Can you imagine? And we've basically let in an army. And mm. someone's going to flip a switch and say, hey, time to get the infidel. Time for you guys to go to work. And time, time for you guys to wake up from Arlington Row, if you remember that movie, and go do your thing. And I guarantee you something is going to happen in the next 12 months. I don't know when. I don't know where. But something is going to happen.
0: It's also amazing how just just even just a few dozen people, though, with machine guns can cause terror. Because these are all terrorists, okay? And you can put whatever you know, mask on them you, you want to. So you heard that horrific story of they were having that uh, rave out there in Israel, the young oh, yeah. the young kids, right? The college-age yeah. kids. Yeah. And it just shows you how just within a few years, you think if you're of any group of people in the world, you think Israelis would be the most paranoid and on guard, they sat there and danced the night away while watching it was like a scene out of a bad b movie of watching these uh is uh arab muslim yeah. terrorists g- uh, g- come in, in on these these, yeah. these paragliders yeah. with machine guns and they mowed yeah. down it's horrorf- horrifying over 200 yeah. kids yeah. And and they st- they didn't run away until it was way too late. They took many of them captive, yeah. raped, killed the women. It's yeah. like, wh- "Where have you guys been?" Yeah. Th- and, and, and it I, and just and shows you yeah. how passive totally. people can get in a very short amount of time. And while really I love, sad.
1: And and while I love their um You know, I obviously love their tactical response in terms of the power of it. I really don't agree with putting 300,000 Israeli defense forces on the border of the Gaza Strip and then marching in. They've already softened up all the targets. They've been bombing them with air raids over the last three days. But I don't think we need to waste any more Israeli blood. Dave, if it was me in charge of Israel, I'd take about 20 Moab's maybe even a low-grade tactical nuke, and just wipe Gaza yeah. off the map. Why are we wasting any more time here? What is the point? This is a Hiroshima moment. This is a Nagasaki moment. Yeah. This, is, this is no time to be screwing around.
0: Yeah, I, um, I I I'm going to hate to see them go doing that door to door, you know, building to building. Yeah, uh, and they're all going to
1: get shot, and they'll all be and there'll be live coverage yeah. of streaming of all of it, and you know, it's ridiculous. So
0: let's get let's get praise to that to that one woman. So there was a 25 year old young oh, Israeli yeah. woman, uh, a hero. So she, you know, and it was all they were all caught in surprise, but she had been um, she was one of the coordinators of a uh, she was a security coordinator, so she did have access to um, a weapon. Right. So her. So, so can you imagine? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take out the garbage now. I'm gonna go uh, do the fields, and you see this, these, you know, dozens of uh, Muslims come at you. So she picks up her gun. She actually rounded up a couple of helpers. So they fought off what dozens of uh, potential terrorists. They killed twenty-five terrorists. Yeah. So her and a few other, uh, a yeah. few other um, brave Israelis, and it yeah. shows you they are tough as nails when it comes right down to it. Totally, totally. They,
1: and, I, and that's why I always say to people, you, you don't think, you know, people may say, "Oh, Frank, you know, you're, you've got a, you've got these." rifles and this and that and the other thing, you know, why do you have this stuff? Why do you, you know, Donald Trump Jr. put out a great uh, uh, Twitter thing the other day, Dave, and it said, you know, for all of you on the left, now you understand why we need 30 round magazines, and it's not for deer hunting. You know, I don't, I <laughs> yeah. don't think I don't yeah. think that woman that, that hero, you know, who took out a bunch of terrorists before she went down herself. I don't think she was thinking at the beginning of her day, she was going to be doing that. No, but she was prepared. And she was trained. And she did what she needed to do. But you got to ask yourself, you know, are you ready for that? Are you ready in the same situation? Are you ready to guard your home? Are you ready to defend your family? Are you ready to bug out if that's what it comes to? If an EMP goes off, you know, somewhere in the area, if the grid is down for a week, if people fly in on Tijuana on paragliders and start landing and shooting up the, the mall at University City, are you ready for that? Folks ready for that down in San Diego? I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either and uh the other really breathtaking thing about these last uh, 3 days has been the reaction from the left. Um, yeah. pretty um galling so not surprised yeah. but just you know within a few years you know after Donald Trump leaving office the left has gone from very like socialist to like over the edge communist Full crazy. Yeah. So, you know, we got the squad and within moments of course, there's the squad and a few other the, of the hardcore left commie rats who I, I really makes me ill that they're even uh, in this country, let alone Marine representative in Congress or whatever. Yeah. You know, Tlaib and yeah. Omar and the and yeah. the rest of them. The, this hay, you know the heinous. Yeah, they've always been anti-Semitic. Right. Um, and we are you know they're 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 sitting pretty because guess what? They get seventy percent approval where they live. Yeah. So they they could give a rat's you know what well, about that's, being that's, uh, that's polite or whatever. I mean, yeah. Totally. They're they gonna come right out and say it. And so I what you meant. had, what was funny though, is you had this weird lefty lefty blue on blue <laughs> because you have all these well intentioned super. I'm such a progressive, uh, a Jewish, a liberal, yeah. Yeah. and yet their their person working right across from them in the next desk is yeah. once is is act basically um, applauding your death and destruction in Israel.
1: Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think there's a number of different related uh, junctures in that story, Dave. I mean, Tlaib has a Palestinian flag flying outside her office on the U.S. Oh, Capitol. Lovely. Yeah. So, you know, you got that. Uh, you saw, we saw a video of her running for the office. Never seen someone scurry so fast in my life. She like, she had Crohn's disease and had to run to the bathroom. I mean, she, that girl was running fast. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you got the Harvard situation, which we don't have time oh, yeah. to get into, but – it, there's all these groups of Harvard that are just, I mean, they might as well just be Hamas right there. I yeah. mean, it might as well just be Hamas running Harvard. You got the flags, you got the protests, you got the whole nine yards. And it's quite ironic when you got guys like Alan Dershowitz and a lot of famous banker, financier, legal type Jewish folks who've come out of the Harvard system, Bill Ackman, a hedge fund guy, a bunch of them who've donated millions back to that school. And now that school is basically sticking that sword right back in their <laughs> belly. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how yeah. these people think and how they're motivated why they keep giving millions back to a back to a, a, an organization like Harvard that just wants that, that just supports nothing but, you know, the PLO effectively, and Hamas and Husband. Harvard
0: has just become a cesspool yeah. of, of of bigotry and, and, and anti-American thought. Totally. I would thought. never
1: send If and, my kids were asked oh. to go to Harvard for free, I wouldn't send them. Let me put it no. that way.
0: For, you know when you first see the headline it, it said 34 Harvard and I didn't like it's not 34 Harvard students, it's student organizations. Yeah. have jo- have joined the blaming Israel for the attack and expressing support for Palestinians. You yeah. got to be kidding me. So Larry Summers yeah. was probably the most vocal cuz he used to be president yeah. of Harvard. Yeah. You know, the big I think he was wasn't he Obama's Secretary financial of the guy? Treasury. Secretary
1: yeah. of the Treasury. Larry Summers. So
0: obviously very well connected yeah, and, or whatever and, and, else. And, and
1: we talked about this on the last show when the war broke out. But, I mean, you got across – probably the biggest one was the Dearborn, Michigan situation. Mm. Dearborn, Michigan, for folks who don't know, don't know outside of Chicago – sorry, outside of Detroit, uh-huh. um, probably the, large, it's the Muslim population. It's like 10 percent of the whole place. It's just like the northwest suburbs of Paris. There's millions of them. And they had a theater full of like 3,000 people. Chanting, you know, sub, uh, Hamas, PLO support, uh, on, you know, on and on and on it goes. Now it's really quite ironic because the same group of folks they can't stand the tranny scene, they don't like gay people. That, I mean, so there's lots of elements yeah, of those it's... folks that connect well with the conservative movement, but there's but there's a radical element to this group of people that knows nothing. The only reasoning they know is death. That's the only reasoning they know. You can't be. It can't be bartered with. It can't be bargained with. Um, it's 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 one way or the other way. It's life or death.
0: For the life of me, I I, I can't understand the naivete of a, of a Larry Summers or, or all the other Harvard alumni who give you know Jewish you know Jewish alumni. Who, yeah. who, like you said, have given millions to the the universe, You know, maybe it's because oh, I don't know. Harvard receives tens of millions from Saudi Arabia and other uh, pro you know Muslim, p- yeah. pro Quran uh, organizations because right. they're all a bunch of greedy, corrupt bastards. Instead of thinking of what's best for the U.S. for their students yeah. uh, and being pro America, no, they're they're all a bunch of sellouts. Yeah. and I I just still I'm just shocked by Summers. I'm so shocked, or I'm I'm so shocked that you know the squad has uh, got. These, uh, you know, all the, all the, Well, aren't they, aren't they pro uh, gender, uh, uh, you know, switching yeah. and everything? Yeah, well, certainly. they must be okay. Oh, you mean they want, they want to kill Jews too? Yeah. I yeah. don't get it. My head's yeah. gonna explode.
1: I know, right? Um, I'm gonna circle back, Dave, to a couple stories to close out my portion of the show today, um, talking about a topic that you know we've talked about this a lot. It's the one, the number one issue that I'm the most worried about, and I will tell you, I lose sleep over it. I am extraordinarily worried about it, much more worried than what's breaking out in the Middle East right now, uh, and that is the southern border invasion, because we have basically now brought in 8 to 10 million people. We have no idea where they are. We don't know who they are. We can't even mass deport them because we won't be able to find them. Um, they're massive tax on our on our infrastructure. American citizens now are being turned away from New York City hospitals, as an example. Also, this is happening in Texas and Arizona and Yuma and El Paso and Eagle Pass, everywhere. San Diego, San Diego Border Patrol just released thirteen thousand illegals onto San Diego streets in the last month. Oof. An average of five hundred a day. No sign of it slowing down. And I am extraordinarily worried, Dave, that we are literally importing the next 9-11. I mean, there's, there's, I mean to me, there's not even a question about it. Yeah. I mean I literally, I just drove down the street the other day and I saw like four or five of these dudes, black as the ace of spades. They clearly were from West Africa. They didn't even know what end was up, which way were they were going, walking, carrying stuff that didn't make sense, luggage. They're just walking around. They're aimless. And where are they going? What are they doing? And... To me, it's just gonna—it's nothing but problems. There, it's not exactly—we're not exactly bringing in the finest from uh, Congo (laughs) here. You know, it says I'm all—I'm all for immigration. Folks need to understand, Dave and I—all legal pathway, legal Legal pathway, pathway, and that's why Biden developed that term. He's like, oh all legal pathways and then they they invented then they invented regulatory pathways like the CBP one app and they get Tim Cook to put an app on the app store that's totally illegal so they could process all these illegals in Venezuela before they even leave then they arrive at the gate and guess what happened today Dave I was just watching Todd Benzman on on Bannon number one reporter on the border the CBP let me just repeat this the CBP patrol officers were ordered to weld open the gates OK. Mm. Weld open. Open. Right. Not gates. closed. So. So on cer- certain sections of the border wall, there's like these it's a 30 foot wall. There's these gigantic uh, iron gates, um, but they're bolted. They're locked, but they have been ordered to weld them open permanently, permanently like yeah. weld them open. So, Dave, I, I'm sort of at my wits end on this topic because. Um, I, it's obviously a clear national security risk. This is not hyperbole. This is not us just spouting off on a podcast about this. This is a massive national security risk and nothing's being done.
0: It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, the yeah, uh, And when you have quizzlings like the, the new Joint Chiefs of Staff chairman, uh, Charles Brown, with his weak comments about what's going on and the complete denial of how Iran is involved with, um, you know arm you know potentially arming these people that have come here illegally um, it's all connected and it just it just leads us open to uh, attack and uh, you know we live in California we're oh we're in the sanctuary state so oh I feel so proud about that gosh. <laughs> um, right. And it just it just and, and what was really up as a last point on this whole yeah, thing. It was yeah. really pissed me off to see even a lot of uh, idiots on Fox News praising Biden's speech. Oh, he was so yeah. strong and effective and pro-American and pro-Israel. Yeah. you got to be kidding.
1: Yeah. They said it was something like his be- the best speech yeah. ever in support of you Israel. You got, you got John Kirby crying live on CNN. Give me a right. break. Give me a break. None of this stuff would have happened in a Trump administration. None no. of it. Uh, Anyways, Dave, um, great to see you, my friend. Uh, Folks, thanks for tuning us in. We really appreciate it. And don't forget to share our show with all of your right-minded friends. We're on every podcast platform out there, on social media, very active these days, at Rant and Rave, 1776. And Dave, as always, we'll see you down the road, only on the right side.